escape to the metaverse But act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah uh, Escape to the metaverse Better act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah Hey everyone, before we begin this week's episode of the Matthew and Rizzle Show, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at P-R-R-F Beauty. That's P. RRF Beauty on Twitter and POB.studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you and enjoy the show. <laughs> well, Potentially the greatest way we should start every podcast like this, dude. This is a great idea by Don. I don't know why we never thought of this before. Yeah, I mean, we, need, we need to figure out a better way to bring that in here and like have a guest just get into the groove like that. That's that no. so dope. Thank you so much, man. But well, we're already we're already recording. Uh, I just want to welcome you to the show, the Matthew and Rizzo show, Don. Uh, really excited to dig into your background and also talk about the superstar fam that you're building out. Awesome. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, Riz. Thanks a lot for making out the time for us. Super, super excited to speak to both of you. We've been hearing some of your episodes and they were so good that we had to just be on the show. Uh, you'll have been doing a great job. So that's why. And also the, the pre-recorded music that you play, I, it's awesome. Whoever is the artist behind it, it's just, just super <laughs> gets you into that group. Shout out Connie Digital. Um, <laughs> but to get started, I'm really curious to hear a little bit about your background, what brought you into crypto to begin with and NFT land and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So uh, in fact, um, so we started off the Superstar fam specifically in a very, uh, like it was just the two of us, Seven and I. Uh, so we're co-founders. Uh, we have other partners as well. Uh, it's a very tightly knit family of two, uh, two, two to four individuals, which we started off with. And then we grew to eight uh, members right now. So uh, a very well-balanced team wherein uh, I personally, I've worked in tech startups. I have uh, led customer success, marketing, sales teams, and always been a tech enthusiast, worked in a production house before as well. So uh, I'm based out of India, by the way. So if you've heard about Bollywood, uh, so those sort of movies, yes, they, they are pretty cheesy, but then uh, I've worked in uh, one such firm before and uh, various other NGOs, ran a social venture. That's that's pretty much my background. Uh, got into crypto, I think uh, in 2020, so pretty late, uh, but then uh, always have been super, super enthusiastic to get into the space. Uh, Seven, uh, who's 
uh, a co-founder as well. Uh, he has been, uh, he's a major in economics and uh, expertise in fundraising ops, very strong design sense. So uh, a pretty much very ba- balanced team. We have uh, Paris Kiran who leads the engineering team. Uh, he's a tech lord, blockchain enthusiast, always an open source advocate. Uh, so that's that's pretty much uh, the intro of the core members for you. But then uh, we, we got into this space uh, wherein uh, we, we always knew. Uh, actually, COVID made us take this step of uh, getting into this, uh, get, getting started with the superstar fam, in fact. So, um, so India got impacted pretty badly due to the COVID-19 pandemic, right? And um, Seven and I, we have been friends for, I think, since 2014. So that's, se- oh, that's, that's seven years from now. And uh, we did not choose the pseudonyms based on that. But then uh, that, that's what it has been uh, so far. So yeah, uh, so Seven and I, we've been friends for more than seven years. We've always wanted to work together, wanted to build an impactful company wherein uh, uh, so, so that that was mostly what we wanted to do for for a very long time now we used to go to a lot of shows events gigs uh, we we loved uh, theaters stand-ups open mics and uh, suddenly covid uh, suddenly because of covid we could do, do nothing basically right so uh, we, we 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 have friends uh, who are artists who lost the opportunity to work and then uh, evolved into doing shows on Zoom or various other platforms, but the experience was so bad. Uh, we 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 wanted we started thinking of solutions that were in place, and uh, being uh, not only just entertainment enthusiasts but tech enthusiasts as well. Uh, we were obviously updated with the NFT world, with the metaverses, uh, and April twenty twenty one was the first uh, month when we basically just. Uh, took our first step getting into this world with a forum, uh, a forum that connects uh, pot- uh, co- that connects artists, upcoming artists with potential collectors. That's how we started off, and uh, we did this because we, uh, we we just saw a very clear disparity between upcoming artists as well as uh, the kind of uh, like artists that are already established. The kind of uh, traction that they easily get so we saw this clear disparity and we were like if there are upcoming artists who are really doing some good work why don't we connect them with potential collectors and uh, that became our aim we started to work on this mission and we realized that uh, we had to bring on more people on board in order to actually make this an impactful venture and uh, so so uh, no better way than actually uh, involving the community if they believe in a cause like this. And uh, that's when the idea of the Superstar Fam came into fruition. So uh, that that's pretty much a background about us. Um, is there any specific question that you have? No, man, that's, that's a interesting background. And you it's cool that you're, you know, on this venture with, you know, a, a good friend of yours who you've known for a long time and trust. Uh, you, your project like caught my attention when uh, you had hit me up and we're talking about, uh, you know, building an open and inviting community and, you know, extending this uh, opportunity for people in the entertainment industry. And, and dude, I mean, you know, I love the mantra behind that. Um, it looks like, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, man. It looks like you guys are releasing like a generative, uh, like profile picture style project to support this initiative. So, 
help help me like string all of the pieces together like how how is the drop related to the opportunity and you know how how do all the pieces fit together absolutely i mean that's a great question again so we we thought that in order to build a community there first it needs to be a belief in the cause uh, as well as a roadmap in place in order to execute all of these things and you would need that firepower to to actually execute these things as well because we do have an audacious vision regarding what we have to build over here so um uh, we we just realized that there was a huge opportunity for artists and entertainers to find new ways to grow and sustain and uh, that's when we realized that uh, if we build a club of sorts uh, what would be the best go to market strategy and what would be the best way to get started with this venture and that's when we th- realized that uh, the complete nft space it has been full of run of the mill projects uh, the same creative process has been overdone and uh, it's one animal after the other and uh, and that's something that we where we, we realized that we can actually innovate and uh, we, we 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 thought that we should definitely attempt uh, at building an art style that is personality driven and uh, so so that's where we realized that what if we uh, what if we basically bring in a confluence of generative art but uh, in order to make it personality driven how can we further innovate that and uh, what we did was we ensured that uh, the art the and the avatars that we create they're not ending at the chest level they go beyond that in order to give life to the kind of artists and entertainments or entertainers of different kinds that we want to uh, project through our nft collection we thought that we should depict musicians dancers painters magicians comedians buskers all the sorts of artists that you could see in the world right now and uh, what better way to bring them to life uh, if you uh, if you can just give justice to the kind of uh, props and instruments and hand gestures or uh, the usual uh, get up that they have so uh, we wanted to develop this emotional and human connection uh, with the collection itself and uh, that's that's how we basically just started off and we knew that this uh, this is just the starting point and uh, it has to develop uh, it has to go much beyond this and so so once this uh, collect so this is just the first step and once this first step is over uh, after that we also begin with uh, with with basically metaverse shows we want to build the la la land that's the land that we are uh, that's the land that's the metaverse where we uh, want to host entertainment shows uh, of all kinds uh, so a place where uh, our collect our collectors can enjoy events there would be rewards there would be passes in place there would be very uh, like there would be lots of unique opportunities to earn and have fun as well so uh, we realized that in order to develop an artist fan economy uh, it has to be fair it has to be sustainable and we'll have to be enablers and facilitators rather than just plain and simple mediators or gatekeepers of the community so uh, that's how we evolved and uh, developed our idea behind starting off with an nft collection but the main aim behind that being building a metaverse a place 
which becomes the go-to platform for global artists to connect with audiences and find new opportunities to earn and entertain. So uh, that's 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 what it is. So today, right now, what stage of the project can people kind of jump into? Um, like, have you already done your pre-sale? Are you still doing the pre-sale? Uh, let people kind of know the lay of the land because they're going to hear this and be like, oh, I went in, but like, where can they go? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we started off, like I said, we started off four months ago and uh, a lot of time went into creating this art because it was definitely very complicated given the different elements that were involved. And uh, so uh, since, so so we've been developing a community and we've been growing uh, organically slowly uh, for over a month now. And uh, we we have quite a bit of following on our Twitter and our uh, and on our Discord as well. And we started off uh, with the pre-sales currently with uh, with our early supporters only, and uh, which is which is over. So uh, the pre-sales is over, and uh, in a week's time we're planning to do the public launch. So uh, the best way to catch the train and get onto the vision of the superstar fam is to just join in our discord and be ready for the announcement of the upcoming drop that is going to be held in early October. You can say. The artwork is cool, man. I'm, I'm scrolling through your pages now. Um, I, I feel like it's cool that you took a different angle on it and went like more like full body while everyone's trying to do like headshots type of thing. Um, so the the metaverse shows are interesting like and i feel like not a lot of projects are taking that angle when you're referring to the metaverse do you have like specific like locations within the metaverse in mind or like already mapped out or do you have like a spot somewhere or is that something that would be in the roadmap or uh you know as someone who hosts metaverse events you know just interested in like the ins and outs of how like someone from the entertainment industry like yourself you know sort of makes that leap into the the metaverse oh yeah so uh i think uh we've we've done our evaluation with respect to the kind of pros and cons that exist between different metaverses right now and uh, at this point uh, Decentraland is one of the places that we are definitely considering, but then we haven't made that decision yet. There are upcoming metaverses as well. Uh, but what we want to do is we want to optimize for the events specifically. So uh, it's sort of difficult to answer the exact metaverse and the exact location that we are looking for right now. And we'll definitely we definitely want the community to have a say on this as well and that's why this is something that is uh that gets hit at about 90 percent of a roadmap but then uh at 30 percent and 70 percent we are planning to host uh shows already so uh, that should give a trailer or a picture of the kind of events that we would like to host and the kind of lineups that we would create and the kind of earning opportunities uh that do exist in such uh, events in the metaverse. We uh, have created certain uh, really cool uh, innovations specifically with regards to how uh, there can be more like quantity or volumes of people uh, who attend these events. And uh, that is something uh, that we think that definitely sets us apart. So uh, so, so I'm, I'm talking about the plus one pass NFTs as well as the signature NFTs 
that we have in place uh, so the uh, uh, did, did you guys uh, get a chance to uh, like look at that uh, have you all uh, uh, like just just if you if you all have checked it out just just had a question yeah uh, i'm looking you mean the the nfts themselves with the artwork and everything no so oh. uh, what we're doing is that um, so every superstar fam nft collector what they what they do uh, what they get is they get access to uh, free events and shows at the lala land which is the metaverse that we are building now uh, within these events uh, when we call these artists and there's a lineup and we host these events uh, we want our nft holders to be able to uh, promote these artists upcoming artists emerging artists and at the same time for promoting these artists we want to reward them as well and for this uh, for the unit economics and for this uh, venture to be sustainable we had to bring in a concept which is called uh, the plus one pass nft uh, plus one pass okay, nft yeah. i'm looking at this now yeah it's cool man sorry go ahead yeah so it's it's sort of like a virtual ticket for every event that's hosted in the la la land and uh, it sort of doubles up as a promoter's pass uh, watch what the tsf nft holders can do is either they bring in their own plus ones uh, so they uh, transfer these nfts and then these then their plus ones can enjoy the event uh, as well so they enjoy the event together and uh, uh, if not that then the nft holders the superstar fam nft holders they get an opportunity to uh, earn out of these plus one passes as well that is basically they can sell it off in the secondary market and depending upon the kind of demand that is created for that specific event the artist lineup the other innovative elements that would be uh, there in the event itself uh, as well as uh, the kind of promotions that the community does as well because there's clear incentive to promote an upcoming and emerging artist in the show because uh it's directly proportional to the kind of uh demand that they could get for the plus one pass as well so uh the greater and the better the promotions the higher the price at which these plus one pass nfts can be sold uh for people who would like to attend the show so uh that's the concept of the plus one pass nft and uh, the way the revenue share would work is that uh 50% let's say of the revenue would uh, majority i would say majority of uh, the major percentage of the revenue from the plus one pass nfts would go directly to the artists uh, uh, a significant part would go to the uh, promoters that is basically the tsf nft holders who were able to sell these plus one pass nfts and a minor percentage would go into the community wallet because we uh, have an artists fund in place as well and that continuously needs a mechanic of topic top, mechanic of top up as well so uh, that's the uh, monetization revenue model of the plus one pass nfts uh, moreover we have signature nfts in place which is just to uh, just to basically create memorable memorabilia for uh, the artist's rare performance in the metaverse so uh, the idea is that uh, an emerging artist today could be uh, the next drake or dua lipa or kevin hart in the next 5 years and uh, if a community supported an upcoming and emerging artist as early as 5 years back in their career uh, before they before they made it big or 
or or in fact uh, having uh, an nft a signature nft a memorabilia from uh, their rarest and earliest performances in the metaverse that is something that could really uh, like shoot uh, in terms of the kind of value that it might uh, get 5 years down the line so uh, so it's about uh, creating uh, such mechanics with respect to the plus one pass nfts and signature nfts which we believe will make uh, our community self sustainable as well and uh, so yeah any questions till now guys so i just want to make sure i got like the progression of events straight so by by purchasing by minting the nft you also receive a plus one pass for each event that you can then either choose to use to attend the event or sell in the secondary market based on the demand for the event am i understanding the the progression of events correctly yes you are so okay, cool. so when we announce an event uh the the plus one pass nfts for that specific event after a snapshot would be rolled out for any of the tsf nft holders to claim and okay. uh, so they claim it when they have the demand for it that's the idea and then is there any scope for the like people that are outside of the tsf holders to purchase any of these uh plus one tickets or is the idea just to incentivize the tsf members to sell that later if there's a like cool. increased demand or to bring other people or how how does that dynamic work they're like the the ticket salesmen or attendees i think if i'm understanding it properly you get the nft and then you you get the pass to the concert or what have you and then you can decide whether you want to either attend or sell or not claim or claim depending on the event right is that right don Yeah yeah Riz you you've got it right because uh what we're doing is uh instead of huge distributors who would take a huge chunk of commissions what we're doing is we're valuing uh super fans or people or collectors who just want to uh like even if a collector does not like a specific artist who is there in the lineup how do you incentivize them to promote a specific emerging artist it could be just that it's not there Uh, it's not the genre of music that they listen to uh, but then what they could do is out of the demand that that is created for the emerging artist you could just uh, flip these plus one pass nfts itself for the kind of demand it has in the market so uh, so the distributors are in fact the tsf nft holders themselves so tsf nft holders can attend uh, the event for free but then uh, in order for others to become a part of the event they need to have a plus one pass nft uh, and the sole rights to actually sell these plus one pass nfts is something that the tsf nft holders will have cool so how do you go about like finding the you know upcoming artists or emerging artists i mean are these people that you know you would sort of tap into your former like entertainment industry life to try and bring into the metaverse or would this be like you know a, a community driven thing or if i you know if i wanted to do like a you know a, a segment rizzle rants about like stuff <laughs> like get on the list or something is there like a application process or like how do you go about like sourcing you know people who will generate demand for these events absolutely that's a great question so uh, a lot of investment would exactly go into this area which is called artist and repertoire as well so we would uh we would definitely be rolling out applications and uh, when we say that we want to uh, promote upcoming entertainers of all kinds we mean that it's not just going to be music artists it will go beyond that as well it'll be comedy as well 
it'll it'll just be uh, so so it could be like a very different sort of a magic show as well i do keep give, giving this example because i definitely uh, love the kind of applications and i can visualize the kind of uh, applications that immersive entertainment brings in so uh, let's say an augmented reality show uh, wherein uh, there is an artist but at the same time through an augmented reality uh, what you're doing is you're using a ventriloquist doll to create a sketch comedy right so uh, what i think is we want uh, so it's it's about traditional forms of entertainment but it's also about uh, evolving traditional forms of entertainment to immersive entertainment experiences in the metaverse as well and uh, the, for for this we would definitely be rolling out a lot of applications and in fact we want our community to be the hub of uh, how artists could have a have an amazing onboarding experience by getting into the world of crypto nfts and metaverse so uh, so that is definitely one of the core uh, offerings that we would have to give in order for the artists as well as uh, fans and collectors to be able to hang out in the same place so then for the the actual tsf uh, avatars themselves uh, their their main purpose right now at the very beginning was sort of to kind of jumpstart this flywheel of events that's supposed to start spinning where the holders are incentivized to participate and signal their interest in upcoming metaverse events and and, and that sort of thing correct yeah that's absolutely right uh, it's just the start the nft collection in fact itself means a lot with the kind of artworks that we've created but then uh, it goes way beyond that we have paid a lot of attention to the kind of utility we want to bring in we wanted to keep the community at the core and we wanted to ensure that it's a sustainable uh, it's a self sustainable model uh, so it lasts through test of time and uh, so yeah i mean uh, the attention was definitely given to the individual artworks themselves as an nft collectible but then uh, owning that collectible definitely comes up with a lot of benefits and perks i think that's that's really cool i love how like the avatar is just the avatar you're not trying to make it anything more than that but it really does start to unlock a lot more um potentially really interesting experiences uh in this unfolding metaverse i'm curious like up until now some of the the, it's still very very early and a lot of the quote-unquote metaverse events out there are still like really raw if we're being completely honest but i'm curious if like you've been able to participate in any particular events that were very memorable to you like what have been the best experiences you've had in the quote-unquote metaverse which for the sake of this conversation is like any of these virtual worlds um i probably blockchain based like crypto voxels and decentraland like what are the best experiences and then on the flip side what what have been some aspects of the metaverse experiences that have just been like terrible that you really want to to see change with the with the quickness right so that's that's actually a very interesting question and in fact i'd say that uh, we are definitely super super early and uh, when we compare uh IRL experiences with metaverse experiences it's definitely not there yet uh and we completely agree to that and uh, in in terms of uh the kind of experiences that future holds uh that's definitely where 
we are investing a lot into and uh, that's the uh, bet that we've taken uh, in terms of how the industry would grow together and how uh, the experiences would further improve. Uh, so uh, in terms of the kind of events that we've attended, uh, we've like, so I've had experiences in Decentraland specifically, uh, for example, uh, with uh, Spotty or, or let's say uh, there's another artist called Squarms uh, in the, uh, and that was in CryptoVoxels. So I've had those experiences, but then I think what I've loved about certain experiences is that it, it like if it goes beyond, uh, if it goes beyond just basic elements and if you've used basically green screens and stuff to further improve the kind of backdrops that could be there and uh, uh, like increasing such uh, elements apart from the kind of uh, just, just pre-recorded music, uh, if, if you're able to utilize that, that's what interests me a lot uh, with respect to the kind of experience that, that people can enjoy in these uh, environment. And uh, that that's something I'm obviously very, very much looking forward to create. So, uh, yeah. Cool, man. I mean, I mean, I feel like any project that like, you know, really plants its flag in the metaverse, you know, uh, event type of space uh, will probably do very well for itself in the long run, just because it's so young. And, and like we were saying, there's like, you know, a lot of cool stuff going on, but a lot of stuff that uh, you know, we can see from here. I mean, just what you were saying with like the AR shows. I mean, I feel like we've just scratched the surface of like everything AR and that's going to be like huge within the industry and, you know, the not too distant future. Uh, dude, in terms of like just separating yourselves from the pack, I mean, you know, as well as we do, there's, a, you know, a ton of profile picture projects, um, you know, a lot of cool artwork that does great. A lot of like not cool artwork that does great. A lot of cool artwork <laughs> that doesn't do great. Like, I, I mean, I feel like the mechanics behind your project are certainly interesting and different than a lot of the, you know, standard animal project uh, that we've seen. But just in terms of like trying to get the word out and like getting past, you know, all of the noise that's out there in the landscape currently, like, you know, how, what, what's your, you know, just take on the overall industry and, you know, the strategy to make inroads? Right. So our main, our, I, I think our differentiation point would be that we are not just focusing on music and it will be beyond that as well. And also the kind of uh, monetization that we are bringing in that should create a lot of difference in terms of the kind of opportunities that we're creating, not just for artists, but for collectors as well. So uh, the way I would always uh, define this, when I say that it's an open and inviting community in the digital entertainment space, what I mean by that is that for emerging artists and creators, we want this to be a platform where they can engage with uh, global audiences and at the same time for fans and entertainers, uh, entertainment lovers, who, what we would want to do is we would want to, uh, we would want TSF to work as a discovery engine for rising artists. So to push creativity to more people worldwide while ensuring that what you're doing is rewarded. So uh, that is something that should definitely uh, help us uh, help stand out 
from the rest of the projects that are out there. And in terms of the kind of validation that we've been receiving for the kind of art uh, and the kind of style that we've adopted, uh, that's that's pretty much uh, like it, ha it has been amazing as well because uh, the idea was to definitely give a lot of life into the art. And uh, in order to do that, uh, and and at the same time, adopt a generative art style to create uh, as many as 10102 uh, avatars, that itself uh, was a complicated task. So when we, uh, so, so that should also uh, help us stand out. Uh, but, but I think uh, I uh, might not have answered your question in the best uh, possible way. Could you just repeat your question? Because I think I lost track because I'm so passionate about uh, specifically what you're building over here that I might have just uh, spoken about certain things that you've already heard. But then if uh, like, could you just repeat your question in case uh, I haven't answered your question yet? No, man, honestly, I feel like you did a, a good job of answering it. I feel like I, it's, you know, sort of like a loaded question. I mean, there's just so much out there and like, how do you differentiate yourselves? And there is like a lot of differentiating factors about your project that I, I think are really cool. Uh, you know, I just feel like it's it's difficult to cut through the noise, no matter like how cool your project is. So, um, yeah. and, and, you know, I think, you know, <laughs> getting on this amazing podcast will hopefully help <laughs> and Absolutely. you know having some cool like mechanics and everything in play uh also certainly you know i feel like appeal to the innovative um you know the innovators within the space who like to see you know different uh, experiments being done um mm -hmm. who who would you do you have like people or like artists in mind who you're like uh i, I mean i love the initiative man and, and i'm like okay I, I feel like the play is you sell these things through and then you try and make like a big splash right with your first event or like you, you know try and showcase uh someone the community would be really interested in like do you have a couple like pie in the sky like even if it's a long shot like ideal people that you'd really love to like frontline the first you know couple la la land shows Right. So, um, so the, the best way I, in which I can answer this question is to say that it, it definitely has to be a combination of one, uh, art, of, of an artist who has already established his or her name in this specific, in this space. And it has to be, uh, like supplemented with an artist whom you haven't seen in this space at all. So, uh, so we've, we're already in touch with multiple such artists uh, and we can only disclose names, you know, once, uh, once the contracts and stuff are done, right? So before doing that, I think it'll be just wrong to give out the names. So, uh, so but, but then, yes, we are super, super excited. Uh, and, and we've had, like, we, we specifically love the NFT community because uh, in spite of being very new to the space, uh, we definitely have been able to make relations and uh, make relations with really, really like crazy people. I mean, uh, they've been awesome with the kind of guidance that they've uh, given us so far, as well as the kind of uh, like, I, I'd say that they're super, super approachable and everyone cares for each other. Uh, and that that's some that's something that has definitely helped us in terms of coming to the place that we have and uh, long way to go. But then uh, we would be announcing names in a week or so because we're, we're definitely at the last stage of uh, like finalizing our 
uh, first performance artists. In that first performance, like what is the the timeline for that actual event? So um, we we know that at at thirty percent, we'll definitely be able to organize the kind of show that we want to organize. So uh, so once we hit that mark, I think it should take us two to two to three weeks at the max to uh, ensure that. Uh, the line, like the lineups should like the lineups. Then it, it is almost ready, and maybe in a week's time we'll we'll announce it to the world as well. But uh, once we hit that thirty percent mark, that's when uh, from from that time till about two to three weeks, we should be able to hold our show. And that thirty, yeah. So this is the part that was a little bit confusing on the the roadmap. It, it it's in like ten percent increments. So at this, is that based on funds raised or like, what is the, the 10%? Oh yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 10% of the, it's the sales, uh, 10% of the sales, 20% of sales, 30% of that. That's how, that, that's how it has been written. Sales milestones. Okay. And the, so what is the ultimate milestone so that we know like what that 10% figure is? And like, what's twenty percent of the milestone? What's thirty percent of the milestone? That's the part that was a little confusing. Oh. Plus, like, oh, where you're actually at right now in terms of, yeah, on that that track to hitting the the top milestone. Got it. So uh, we're launching off with one zero one zero two tokens. So hundred percent is selling out one zero one zero two tokens, and ten percent would be just exactly ten percent of that. So that's how uh, a percentage based a uh, percentage of sales based milestone is what we are referring to when we have a roadmap in place and i'll definitely take another look at the roadmap because if it's not obvious then we would want to make that obvious awesome man definitely uh excited to see how this whole thing unfolds uh dude one of the things we love to do with our guests as we get towards the end of the show is to sort of like an intrusive shakedown of their wallet <laughs> Or uh, at least pick their brains in terms of like what other projects they have either like collected on the side or been inspired by. Um, So, yeah, man, just curious, you know, as someone entering the landscape, uh, you know, we've all seen a lot of these projects. Are there certain ones you uh, either, you know, really look to for inspiration or really enjoy it from like a personal perspective and have collected? Right. That's a great question. And I have, uh, heard that part out at different podcasts and it definitely uh, is interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting question always so um so i think uh bayc of course uh, i don't i don't own one personally but then so so firstly covering the kind of projects that have inspired us personally right so in terms of the kind of ip that you create with with, with these nft collectibles i think uh one of the best uh, executed ones, of course, would be BAYC. And uh, I think there are tons of projects that have just been created uh, by uh, getting inspired out of, the, uh, out of that specific project. I know uh, CryptoPunks or CryptoKitties would be the pioneer uh, projects in place as well, but then the kind of IP that BAYC has been able to create, uh, I think it's just insane and it's very inspirational. Uh, cool Cats would make the cut as well and it's awesome too so uh super cute uh as well as uh just 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 the right things going on for them um so so these are the two projects i would 
uh, name in the uh, generative art space. But then more, more, more than that, I think uh, Bitlectro Labs. Uh, so they, they are pretty awesome. Uh, I liked what they had come up with, with the dream loops. So uh, that's an amazing project too. In terms of uh, what I have personally collected, uh, I own, uh, I own, uh, I think I'm pretty late to the club because of which that's what my collection looks like. But then I, uh, I'm pretty proud to be a part of glue, glue factory show and, uh, wicked craniums. Those are the two projects that, uh, that, where I see a lot of potential, uh, and their teams are pretty strong and, uh, the kind of, uh, the kind of things that they keep coming up with to uh, have the community stick around, uh, they're all pretty uh, insane. So, yeah. Definitely. A lot of these projects um, by themselves, they're, they're very fun, very cool and very interesting. But I think if you take them in aggregate and you take the best of them, you can really gather a whole bunch of inspiration, best practices uh, for a new project. I agree, so, I agree. That's uh, very cool. So, so when we started off, we were definitely, like when we started off, we had so many things in mind, like, in the sense that, uh, so, so there were ideas in our head, which, uh, which kept on being executed because the kind of pace at which this NFT world, uh, has been progressing at, right. So, uh, so one of the unique things that we've ensured within our avatar collection is that it's inclusive. Uh, we initially, we saw that as a problem. We identified it very early that, uh, the kind of gender representation that is in place in the NFT community, it's. Uh, definitely biased and when people really uh, spoke about this fact that's when a lot of uh, female only projects also started uh, coming up uh, but we we the kind of project the kind of and the kind of avatars that we've built they are pretty gender fluid so uh, so it's it's a super inclusive avatar collection as well and uh, it, it's a subtle take at how uh, typical collections have a binary format in place where it's where they're 10k that is they are ones and zeros and uh, the reason uh, or to come up with something like a 10102 was mm-hmm. in fact at just uh, in a very geekish and a subtle way we wanted to just say that you know what we have uh, we're non-binary we have non-binary representation as well within our avatars so uh, it's a collection of one zero one zero two NFTs. Yes. Yeah, I like that cheeky number. As soon as I saw that supply, I I, I did a little giggle and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I, I like numbers like that. And <laughs> the non-binary fa- factor, I think that's really sharp. Um, cool, man. Well, it was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for giving us that big tip at the beginning to play Escape to the Metaverse by Connie Digital to lead in. Uh, with our guests on the show. I think we're definitely going to do that heading forward. <laughs> and uh, for, yeah. ev- for everyone listening in, make sure you go check out the Superstar Fam at thesuperstarfam.com and you can follow them on Twitter at the Superstar Fam. Uh, but before we go, I just want to make sure uh, you ha- if you had anything else that you wanted to leave our guests with, uh, any dates or anything like that, please let them know. So uh, I would definitely... Um ask all the listeners to uh, to check us out we have a specific video in place so all you got to invest is one minute of your time and you'll know everything about a project and uh, since we have a, a very audacious vision in place 
we knew that uh, it had to be communicated in the best way possible. So, um, so one video and you would know all about us. And if you like what you see, uh, join our Discord. Uh, we have a pretty uh, amazing community in place. We are trying to uh, make this work for artists, for creators of all kinds and for collectors. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, join our Discord. And the date uh, that I would like to say is that uh, the sooner you join, the earlier you would know about our public launch date as well. So uh, it would be early October. So the time is now. There we go. Uh, awesome. well, well, Don, thank you so much for stopping by and talking about your big audacious project. It's always cool to hear these big plans. Uh, wish you nothing but the best and excited to track the progress as it unfolds. Uh, but thank you for speaking with us today. This has been a lot of fun, Matthew. So uh, thanks a lot. You, your questions were amazing. It made me think a lot. And I obviously love such conversations. Uh, listen to your podcast before as well. You're, you're a pretty enthusiastic and amazing host. So hoping to stay in touch. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks so much, Don. Appreciate it, man. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at P-R-R-F Beauty. That's P-R-R-F Beauty on Twitter and pob.studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you and see you in the next episode.